Welcome to another episode of Pussy Power. I haven't uploaded in quite a bit because um, there have just been a lot of things happening in the business. And uh, we also just got back from a five day long vacation, um, three days of which we were at a mastermind. But here I am today with... um, a juicy episode about why many successful women have shitty love lives and shitty dating lives. I would know that because that was literally me just last year. It was a little hard to date for me because um, for, for a couple reasons. One was um, the factor of making more money than guys I dated. And that was really interesting because like you could really feel that they would be intimidated by like your quote unquote stature in life. And it's, it's a real thing. Like I see a lot of successful women who kind of like scare off a lot of guys and that is completely normal apparently like it's it's a real thing having like men feel a little emasculated when you really have your shit together and when your life seems better than theirs so that is really um fun to observe Um, I think this really boils down into the fact that many successful women are usually in their masculine energy. So it's not much about their success, but it's more about like the energy that they are in. So we're going to be talking about masculine and feminine energy in this episode. And like I said, a lot of successful women usually have learned to operate in their masculine energy. Again, I know that because that was where I was operating just last year. And even until now, when I'm in a relationship, it is still a struggle for me to kind of like turn the switch on and off for when I need to be in my masculine. So this calls for like a distinction between the masculine and the feminine energy. If you're not familiar with, you know, what these two um, have in terms of um, differences, it's super obvious, right? Masculine is usually about go, 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 achieving goals, fixing stuff, um, getting your shit together, initiating things. And that's exactly the kind of like society that we are in today. It's a society that rewards and recognizes 
um, the masculine presence or the masculine energy more. This is why like in a corporate setting, women usually find it hard to speak up. And it's usually when you're in the boardroom, it's usually a room filled with men. Now, feminine energy is the complete opposite. It's very like present oriented. It's very in the flow. It's associated to going with the flow and surrendering and receiving and enjoying things in life which aren't super quantifiable. So for me, the difference was really made clear when I was at the mastermind and we were like divided at the, at the dinner table, boys would be on one side and girls would be on the other side. And the men would just talk about their funnels and their business and their rowas and money and stuff like that. And on the other side of the table, we had women talking about love and relationships and hobbies and art and stuff like that. So it's really interesting to see the difference. Now, what is the big deal, right? So what if a lot of successful women operate in their masculine? So here's the thing. Um, it's really funny because I had an Australian client once who said, when he met me, he was like, whoa, who is this chick with a dick? And that's exactly how it feels like a lot of times when you are with a strong, independent woman who has her shit together. And for the longest time, like I've like noticed and observed a lot of entrepreneurs online marketers, um, I've observed who their partners are. And usually the ones I'm like really observing when, when someone's like such a go-getter and feature oriented and such a, like a masculine um, force, usually their partner is someone who just doesn't have as much ambition. Like, it, it, it's not meant to be like a judgmental thing. It's just literally like pure observation. It's like someone who, you know, is in her 20s or 30s. Um, maybe she has like ambitions of having a complete family or she's very like artsy and very feminine. And usually these women follow the lead of their man so there's a strong um polarity there and, and you see the difference between like the masculine and the feminine energy and you see this in like the business world we have russell brunson whose wife is an awesome homemaker and we have um people who it's like really clear. So it's, it's clear that they're in their masculine and their partners are like in their feminine. That's kind of like um, the, 
the typical dynamic that I would see. Of course, there are um, there are exceptions to that because each couple's dynamics differ. So the problem when a woman is like constantly in her masculine is if you have like masculine and masculine together, they would usually clash. Like, this is funny because my boyfriend, literally we've, we've had this problem where he would literally wish that I would stop working because when I'm like in work mode, I'm usually in my masculine energy. And it's, it's the Angela who's like, has really good boundaries and has her shit together and like leads and thinks about the future and controls stuff to like get to her goal. And it's very um, helpful for the business, but when it comes to the relationship, it's not as helpful. So we've had this problem and he literally told me it felt like there were times when we, he would feel like we were just like two brothers in a hotel room. If you imagine like a strong, independent, successful woman feeling like just another bro, then it's obvious why it's kind of like, it's hard to make it work because again, like two masculine energies are clashing and no one's like, no one's giving. It's like this dynamic also in my experience often results to competing with each other, um, trying to like outdo each other as like, the person who leads in the relationship. In my experience, that's why, you know, when you have more success, at least more material success than like your dating partners, um, they usually feel like they're, I don't know, like they're less of a man than you are because it's I don't know like there's there's a translation that like like now you're someone who's like a little hard to reach men usually want to feel needed right they want to feel like they have something to contribute to your life and when you're a woman who has her shit together and you're like, I don't need a man, then they would have no reason to, you know, feel needed or feel like they can contribute to your life. And this is why when you're in your feminine energy, it allows you to accept help and to just receive. And I think this is what um, many successful women uh, kind of like struggle with because they're used to giving, giving, giving. But when it comes to receiving, they're a little more challenged. I know for a fact, when I was single, I was like, dude, I don't need your fucking help. I can do this myself. And what do you think that does to my dating, um, to my dating life and like the prospects 
who were hoping to like give me value in our dating in our dating phase so I repelled a lot of people and this is why you know a lot of strong independent successful women um do the same it's because they usually repel you know the men that they want and usually um these women have learned to be in their masculine because of the things which have happened in the past so for example a lot of successful women especially here in the philippines they tend to be the breadwinners of their family so as a breadwinner you kind of uh, learn to fend for yourself to be self-reliant and to care for other people more than like you're caring for yourself so if a woman gets into that provider role that usually trains her to be in her masculine for me it was honestly my daddy issues that trained me to be in my masculine to make sure that i'm in power and i don't ever have to rely on anyone so when i was 15 um my dad and i we kind of had like um we had some daddy daughter issues and basically what happened there was he cut me off and stopped paying for my tuition fee and my younger sister used the money that he that my dad gave her to pay for my tuition so that was like fucking traumatizing shit for a 15 year old and from there what i learned was that it's important for me to fend for myself and to be self-reliant and not have to ask anyone for help because it 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 put me in a place where i felt shame about not literally like being pulled out from a test and being called to the nun's office to the finance office because my tuition wasn't paid yet so for a lot of factors um women get trained to operate from their masculine and that's that's usually what business like requires of you it requires you to be in control and to have the foresight think about the future and there there's a lot of competition in the business and businesses so it's like a very um masculine territory that's why i'm like really impressed with female ceos who still like get to embody their feminine selves and i think an example of this is like sarah blakely um it's really amazing so when you when if you're someone who like has this problem usually there are two ways to go about this the first one is the men that you know a, a lot of women desire is a, a man who 
has his shit together, is able to like lead in the relationship and is super fucking sure of himself. And that's someone who helps make his partner feel really safe because like he's just fucking solid. Now, this struggle with, you know, being with this kind of man as like a woman who's also operating in her masculine is there's like these two energies, they don't attract each other. They actually pretty much repel each other. So even though a lot of women, no matter how strong, independent, successful they may seem, even though they secretly really desire to be with someone who can lead them and make them feel safe enough to just be a woman and just be in their feminine. All the years of like being trained to operate from their masculine makes it a little hard and a little more challenging for them to give up the control that they've gained because they've been operating from, you know, from that masculine energy place. So uh, for me personally, that has been my experience as well. So for example, my dad is like, really fucking masculine as in like really fucking masculine sometimes it's it reminds me of like the patriarchal toxic masculinity thing that's like that's his generation so it's really funny because with him it for me it feels like oh I need to compete with this guy and sometimes like when we're eating together and where we're hanging out there are times where it feels like we're literally like waving our dicks around and we're like competing with each other which is super fucking weird and that just you know tells you that I've been operating in my masculine for such a long time and here's the fucking tricky part right for for these women who are used to being in their masculine a lot. Nine times, I think, out of 10, it's served them because they didn't need to rely on anyone. And that means that they learned to be self-sufficient. And that created like this sense of safety because they know that they have their backs. They know that they don't have to be hurt anymore because if, if the person that they're relying on for help doesn't help them, then it doesn't freaking matter. So in a sense, it's also a form of like defense mechanism. And this this happens a lot because unfortunately, you know, um, there are a lot of guys who didn't really learn how to um, be proper fathers. And this is why a lot of women have daddy issues. So because the masculine energy 
is the energy that makes you feel safe and provides that structure and solidity for you to feel secure. When women don't get that from their primary caregivers, which is usually their, their father, because that's the, the symbol of the masculine, they learn to nurture that and cultivate that within themselves so that they can feel safe and secure without needing a man in their lives. So you hear that a lot in movies, I don't need a man. The problem with that is it creates like a sense of almost like this lack because it can feel lonely to always, you know, give yourself the safety and security when in reality, we're like in a, in a feminine body, we have tits, we have vaginas and naturally we have this feminine need for a masculine presence to help make us feel safe. And that's why, honestly, for me, when I was um, single in Manila, living in a really nice place, it was freaking dope. Like I got to shop whenever I wanted to shop. I got to buy myself like awesome things, but I couldn't deny that there was a piece that was missing. And it's really interesting because now being in a relationship, I've kind of had to learn how to play with like the dynamics and the energies. So that's the first part. Um, I think that was kind of like also why whenever I was attracted to like a strong man, there was a sense of like, how do I explain this? There was a sense of almost feeling like I wasn't enough because men are used to competing. And when you're operating in that like masculine energy, it, there's almost a sense of like, I have to be better than you in a way. So that's the first, um, that's the first way you could go about it. It's like, if you're, you're having a hard time with your love life, it's like, yo, you kind of need to learn how to operate in your feminine. If you want to create attraction between you and like a strong, solid man. I think the downside to that too is that if you don't want to follow anyone, if you are like used to being the one in control, then it's going to be super challenging because even though you might want to be with someone who leads you, if you don't actually want to be led, then that's going to result to like a clash. And for me, it was this sense of like, oh, I do want to be led and I do want to like be in my feminine, but it takes a really special kind of man to be able to 
trust that much. So a lot of these like women, they just have trust issues at the end of the day. You know, maybe their dads were absentee fathers and they didn't really get the security and the safety that they needed as a child or while they were growing up. Um, so they've developed trust issues, right? And they learned to give what they were seeking to themselves. And in a way, it's really beautiful. And it's like brought them, um, brought them somewhere in life, gave them success, um, achievements, the money. But again, in my experience, it still leaves you with like kind of void where it's like, okay, there is something that's not quite right here because I'm in my, like, I'm born in a feminine body. I want to be in my feminine and I do want to be with a man who, you know, makes me feel safe enough and secure enough to let my guard down, basically. So that's one way to go about this. The second way I've seen is when women are more comfortable in their masculine. They usually attract partners who are more on their feminine side. So it's either like, number one, learn how to be in your fucking feminine and not like whip your dick around and compete with the guy that you're with. Or number two, accept that you are in your masculine a lot and be okay with being someone who is also in their feminine so this is like a trend that I've seen when I was at the mastermind and I was with like high achieving women it was really interesting because when I was like asking them okay like who's more masculine who's more feminine in your relationship literally most of them had partners who were in their feminine. So these are men who are more nurturing, more effeminate in their way of like operating in the world. So that was like a really interesting trend because these women embraced their like masculine energy and so they're able to have harmonious relationships with men who are also um, operating more in their feminine energy. So the interesting thing about this dynamic is it serves women's need to be in control. Because when you're in your masculine, you're the one who's usually um, going for the goal and like you're usually the one who's like go 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 and you would have a partner who is more supportive and someone who is cheering you on and kind of like serves as a partner who would just listen to you at the end of the day and be there to comfort you and support you when you need it. And 
in reproductive biology, the way for both sexes to secure like their, their lineage, their legacy, for, for the way for like life to continue itself is for um, women to have security because she's the one who like gives birth. And for men, it's usually when they have status. So to be with these men who are more effeminate and more nurturing actually gives them the feeling of security because they feel like they are in control. I got this concept from Alan Sultanich, who was a brilliant marketer. And, you know, at the end of the day, um, all the things we buy, all the things we aspire to be, um, they're really like, at the end of it all, they're to get us what we want, which is like to be loved and to love someone and to continue um, our lineage, our species. Um, I've had to learn how to play with the dynamics so I can be in my masculine when I'm in the business and be in my feminine when it's the weekends and when I am with my boyfriend. So it's definitely been challenging at the start but when you allow yourself to learn how to receive and ask for help and surrender and be led, it's actually really fucking fulfilling as a woman who's born in her feminine body. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I hope you took um, a couple of things. Let me know in the comments what your favorite takeaway was. I will see you guys on the next one. Electric acid. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour. Come with us backstage behind the scenes of show business spanning over four decades and bringing you the experiences that can only be told by the people who were there. Our guests are from the A-list, the F-list, and everyone in between. Get set for some of the most insane, hilarious, and inspiring stories you will ever hear. I'm Mercury. And I'm Diego. Your host for The, the Candle, Candle Power, Power Hour. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An Electric Cast production. See you there. Electric Cast. Electric Cast.